the intro song and all its jazzy glory that I spent four hours doing piano on for three chords. Welcome back to Mostly Rhetorical. I'm your host, Mozzarella Cheese. And this is the show where things are said in no order and sometimes, sometimes sense is made. But sometimes, and most of the time, it sure isn't. So I had a huge, huge uh, gym revelation. And I know you're all thinking the same thing. This again. But I tried to quit my gym because for some reason, I've never had to quit a gym before. And right now is a perfect time to quit a gym. And for some reason, it's not that straightforward. It took me two months to quit. Not that I'm against quitting for two months. It would have been great if it happened immediately. That would have been sweet. But two months is fine. Three months is pushing it. One month of quitting a gym is perfect amount of time to quit your gym. And I think this is a hugely debated topic amongst uh, no one. So I went in, like on their website, they were like, yeah, you have to come in and they will help you quit the gym. And so I went in and they're like, yeah, you can't quit the gym right now. <laughs> what are you, a fucking idiot? Verbatim, this is what they said to me. Great people at the gym. They're like, yeah, it's online. You can go online. And so I'm online. The website's down. The not the website, but the portion of the website that you go to fucking cancel your subscription to lifting things was like, sorry, we're not here right now. You have to go in and talk to someone. And at this point, I've given up altogether on everything. Because if I'm going to go back into the gym and tell them the same thing, and if they tell me to go back online, I'm quitting the internet. I'm quitting the gym and the internet. And so I took a picture of the thing, and I don't know, basically two months later, they finally canceled my thing. And then <laughs> the best part about it is that they just charged me for no reason. And it's been the time. They were like, you'll get charged two more times, and then that's it. You don't have to lift things here anymore. But they just charged me, so I'm quitting the internet and quitting the gym and quitting money. All three, just at the same time. And that's fine with me. I'm really excited about all of that. But I've just been working out at home. I'm definitely a lot skinnier than I was, as opposed to going to the gym every day. But you can do it. You can do whatever you want at home. And I think everyone's realizing that right now. <laughs> you can go as insane as you want, mentally, physically. It's all there. I was looking at, um, I was looking at, what's his name? Kumal Nanjani. If you don't know who this is, he's a comedic actor. I guess he signed up to be in a Marvel movie. I don't know, he looked like a pretty regular guy, I guess, like body type. And he started working out, and holy fuck, man. I've never seen so many veins in one dude. He has all the veins. I don't even have any veins anymore. He's just one big vein. He's a doctor's wet dream. I've never had a thing where they, like, where they miss the vein, which is probably a, a big upside because I hate needles. But he's fucking gigantic, and all I thought was that Marvel should just be creating gyms. Like, they should just open up their own brand of gym. You can work out with Captain America. <laughs> Chris Evans' new full-time job is just training people to throw shields. Like, he doesn't do anything else. You just sit there for, like, four hours and throw shields. I think four hours is a bit excessive, but this is Marvel. You're on set the next day with Kumar Nanjani growing your veins as big as humanly possible. So I've been watching... I've been trying to get into new shows because I, I tend to go into this 
this television hole of watching the same thing that I've seen 30 times over and over. And I'm not against that. I love watching New Girl 30 times or The Office. So I was like, yeah, I got to watch something new. And my buddy Dan turned me on to Narcos. And holy shit, is that show taking eternity to watch. It's fucking amazing. Every time I watch one of those shows, though, I'm like, could I do crime? <laughs> like, could I? I could probably deal cocaine, right? And it's like at the very start of the show, though, because I think I think this is where watching something over and over again, like the New Girl Office kind of deal, comes into play, where I'm like so used to the same thing, so used to seeing the same thing, that when something new comes on, I'm like, holy shit, I could deal cocaine, right? And everyone agrees. My buddy was telling me about Ozark and how it's such a good show, and I do intend on watching that because I'm a huge Jason Bateman fan. First of all, I don't think I could handle it because I'm so used to him in Arrested Development, and I love his character so much in Arrested Development. But watching Ozark, I know I've just heard about how dark it is, and I was like, man, could I commit murder? Am I a murderer now? These are the things that pop into my head as soon as I'm watching something new because I'm just so accustomed to, I don't know, Zoe Deschanel being quirky as ever. Everyone that I talk to too is like, you gotta watch this show, but it's not on Netflix. And I'm like, well, where is it then? If it's not on that, where else am I going? And I forgot that there's like 300 streaming services for TV now. And what was that one that kept coming up? I kept getting these ads for like, I'm just going to type in dumb streaming service ad. <laughs> dumb streaming services. Oh, Quibi. Have you been getting these ads for Quibi? I think they've like slowed down a lot, but at the very start of this whole thing, Quibi was just fucking pumping the ads out. I watched a few people talk about it. I mean, like on, on YouTube, like discuss what the fuck was happening. And there was this woman who... Like, this is, this is one of the shows where this woman gets a golden arm attached. Like, she has an arm made of gold, and it's slowly killing her. And this is like a drama. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's dying, and her husband's like, you gotta get rid of the arm. And she's like, fuck that, I have a golden arm. I'm not, I'm not giving this up, dude. So she ends up dying, and I guess the guy digs up her body and takes the arm. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. And this is the premise of the show. I'm only assuming it's called the girl with the golden arm because what else would they call it? And there's like a bunch of like, there's an Anna Kendrick one where she's got this like weird CGI friend. I don't know. Um, I was talking to my mom last night, just talking about, you know, Thanksgiving plans. And, and my mom has the best way of sort of having advice. That's the best way I can put it. It's just sort of having advice. <laughs> Like if there's any issue happening, like even yesterday when we hung the when we hung up, she's like, "Call me if you ever need to know anything about anything," and that's heartwarming to me because my mom's got my back. If I need to know literally anything about fucking anything, she's got the answers. But at the exact same time, pardon? <laughs> what do you mean, call you if I want to know anything about anything? So she has this way of giving advice where it's just it's just things, standard things that you already know. Like she's like, well, yeah, sometimes you just got to turn around. And she's right. Sometimes you do just have to turn around. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes things just don't add up to the number that you thought they would. <laughs> this is me when I'm doing math. And all of this advice is just regular things being said. <laughs> but you get but the takeaway is huge. 
because you walk out of the situation being like, what the fuck just happened? Am I cured of my dumbness in regards to math? Yeah, well, sometimes, sometimes cloths are just wetter than you really think they were going to be. And you're like, whoa. Are you blowing my mind for the fourth time in a row today? Yeah, just call me if you ever need to know whatever you need to know. <laughs> I was talking to my buddy, my pal Nick. Shouts out Nick. Go follow Evolution Vans on uh, on Instagram. He's building a live-in van for for him and his, his fiance to kick around in and snowboard and do all this shit. It's so cool, man. I've never stood up in a van before, so... But we were talking about how just... Just how nuts everything is with the world and, and whatever. If people were summoned to go back to war, and in my mind, when, when we're talking about this, all I'm thinking is about, like, World War One shit. Like, people are just straight up in, like, the green uniform. The guns have that, like, fucking knife at the end of them. Like, it's very old is what I'm thinking for some reason. Like, modern modern warfare isn't in my mind right now. All I'm thinking is that, like, you're in a boat, you're about to storm a fucking sick-ass beach. Not that war is sick, but this is what's going on in my mind right now. And I'm just trying to imagine some dude that works at Instacart or something posted up in the salmon aisle, called to action, and you got to go storm a beach. Like, you didn't even pick out your onions for the guy. He's looking for chives. They're left on the table. I just can't imagine me, like, thinking of me going to war is silliest picture I've ever seen. Like, I'm just walking in. <laughs> I'm just walking into battle with, like, a fucking V-neck on or something. <laughs> Again, this is, like, just past thought of how they did it. Like, people just had to go to war. You dropped what you are doing. You went to war, I believe. Should have looked this up more. Again, you know what you're getting into with this show. Would people just be using Instagram? They'd have to be. Social media is so ingrained right now with everyone that <laughs> there'd be tweets flying off the shelf. Hashtag casualty. Hashtag Mondays. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> There'd have to be some sort of social media being used. They couldn't stop that. People would bring their phones to war. They just would. It would be a completely different side of what's going on. And it's not even the opposing sides of war. It's just your own side. I watched uh, I watched The Good Place. And that show is so fucking amazing for just the first season. That was the trickiest show I've ever seen. Like, I can't tell you how fucking pumped I was on that first season. And then it just gets so the same over and over and over again. I'm kind of glad I watched the whole thing. But I would have been more pumped if I just watched the first season and then ended it there because it kind of just gets very, very repetitive. It was still a fucking amazing show. But I did start to look up Kristen Bell, which made me look up Dax Shepard. And I started listening to his podcast. And I was listening to him talk about his uh, addiction stories. And there was one story where he had purchased basically enough to kill you 30 times in a row if you did it all at once. And he had this for, like, his weekend, basically. He had all this booze lined up, and he had all this, all like, Percocets and Quaaludes and cocaine and whatever, just everything. And he had this for the weekend. He was like, this is my weekend. And he ended up doing it in one night. And then he slept for, like, five days and woke up. And I just don't understand that. Because I'm pretty sure if I do cocaine, I die immediately. I'm almost certain. I can barely handle coffee and vaping. <laughs> That puts me down, dude. So he did it all in one night. 
And I don't think that was his rock bottom either. I'm pretty sure he he explained later that he was like, yeah, I kept going or something like that. But I just thought that was fucking insane. And they're so contradictory. They're two personalities. So what I'm trying to say is I'm the Kristen Bell and I'm really realistically looking for someone that can take eight horse tranquilizers and wake up six days later and we can just hang. So if you're out there with your horse tranquilizers, give me a shout at mostly rhetorical at gmail.com. It's not a website yet, but we're going to get there. I was trying to come up with like a funny idea yesterday (laughs) at like three in the morning yesterday when I woke up. I do this occasionally where I'm waking up and I'm like, "Ah, it's it's like seven. I got to go for my daily run slash shin shin splint getting. And it's like one. Like I slept for like three hours and then woke up like fully energized and ready to, you know, not go back to sleep. So I was like, oh my God, I have the perfect idea. This is the best idea I've ever had in my entire life ever. I was like, you know how the Dark Side of the Moon record by Pink Floyd lines up perfectly with The Wizard of Oz? I've never done this. I've just heard about it like a million times from people. What if this podcast, every episode of this podcast, lined up perfectly as you were watching your leftover bowl of spaghetti heat up in the microwave? It just lined up perfectly with it. And this was my idea at three in the morning. So I'm a fucking genius in the morning, I guess, in the middle of the night. But it also, you can also play this backwards And it's the same podcast as the previous podcast. All of these things that I'm thinking in the morning, in the middle of the night, and I go right back to sleep and I wake up and look at my notes and I'm like, this is genius. (laughs) There's never been better words said. There's never been better words written down at three in the fucking morning (laughs) than this podcast lines up perfectly with you watching your leftover bowl of lasagna (laughs) be heated up. I don't even know what's happening anymore. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. I hope you enjoyed the intro song. I'm very, very excited about it. If you can't tell by my the fluctuations in my voice changing, I'm very excited about it. And uh, yeah, very excited for the next one. I'll talk to you guys next week. It's mostly retarded.